Hola ladies and gentlemen, Juan Sanchez here coming at you with the 34th episode of the Million Ex-Girlfriends podcast. Today, I have a uh, special episode, one that's close to my heart, when we talk about dating and romance in this new coronavirus era. And uh, I'm actually just going to jump right into it. I want to open up with a quote from an NPR article I read recently called Love on Lockdown. Um, It goes like this. Spring is supposed to be romantic, enjoying long dinners on the patio at your corner cafe, introducing your new boo to friends at an outdoor concert, holding hands on an evening stroll, except coronavirus. So none of that is happening. And yet people are still seeking love and connection. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I'm, <clears throat> I consider myself a romantic. I like dating and such. So I'm wondering how's that gonna go, you know, as a single man, what is the shape of the dating scene now? You know, what is now that coronavirus is part of our daily lives? Um, what kind of hurdles can we expect? Basically, I'm just gonna take a bunch of time to ramble and expound upon some things. I've made some notes about things that I've been thinking of. But yeah, I'm just gonna kind of freestyle and we'll see what happens. So, first thing is uh, online dating. I thought about that because over the course of this, you know, over the course of like lockdown and quarantine saw a lot of ads for like Bumble on YouTube, like every video I went to start up would be like a five second ad for Bumble, and it pissed me off, it was that one of the fucking, like that super white girl with like the big brim hat and the brown hair and the brown eyes, and she's obviously, she's like really hot, and like they put a hot woman in there so they could be all like, oh it's a new dating app, have you tried it? Like, ooh, maybe I'll meet her, maybe I'll meet her there. You're not, you're not gonna fucking meet, and you're not gonna meet her there. Um, I get it. If you wanna like do online dating, I used to do that back around uh, 2015. Uh, I got on some dates with some mutual Facebook friends. The digital space, <clears throat> the digital space isn't for me. If a mutual friend comes to me through social media and wants to get freaky, like that's all well and good. But I'm not initiating the pursuit. Like, I don't even ask women out in real life. Why the fuck would I do it online? Um, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with the idea of like online dating, but it's just not, it's not my bag. Which brings me to the face-to-face aspect of dating. Like I said, I like dating. I like going on dates. I like dressing up. I like feeling fresh to death. I like ensembling my outfits. You know, I like combining you know different different pants and shirts and jackets and stuff like that. I like to try and impress people. The whole point of a date is to fire on all cylinders. So I was way out of frame there. The whole point of a date is to fire on all cylinders, like 111%. That being said, why would you go on a date if you both have to wear masks? Like, what the fuck even is the point? Like, I don't want to have to hide my face. And what about sex? If you're having sex, it's probably coming right off anyway. Like, I'm not having sex with somebody who has a fucking mask on. Fuck you. And what about sex? I probably already just asked that question, but I looked at my notes and I'm like, you know, I'm still not good at this. (laughs) Is it safe to have sex with all this COVID flying around? Like, I like getting sweaty and nasty and making out a lot when I get my freak on. I do have another quote. However, that being said, is it safe to have sex with all this COVID flying around? I do have another article. I do have a quote from another article here from askmen.com. With quote, I just can't, I can't talk right. 
With COVID-19 being a respiratory illness, you can't catch it from sexual penetration or transmission of semen or vaginal fluids. That said, you can easily catch it from kissing, meaning any typical physical intimacy could lead to transmission. Who fucking rah? <laughs> I've seen people I know are getting it on during quarantine. Like I've seen people leaving my single single neighbor's houses. Um, like people who don't live in this neighborhood, late night arrivals, early morning departures. If you're hooking up during all this, like I commend your bravery. Everyone wants someone to hold and to squeeze and to please. I'll admit, I got a little freak on recently, um, so I don't have a pithy conclusion to this thought. However, on an unrelated note, I do want to say, I know some restaurants are seating people. Um, like, whether inside or outside, my question remains the same. If I can sit at my table without a mask, what the fuck is the point of any of this? Like, why, why do I have to wear a mask into the building and then out of the building? It doesn't make any sense. Just keep the dining rooms closed and continue to take out and curbside pickup. Like, that's life now. That just seems like the most logical answer to me, at least. Um, monogamous couples, as far as monogamy goes, um, personally, I feel like monogamy itself is a holdover from the days when we were frightened apes that were only concerned with survival and spreading our genetics. If that's your bag, I feel it. Me, personally, I'm monogamish. I don't have a problem with relationships, but, um, you know, I like to, I like to arrange some, I like to arrange some side dishes and some snacks. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Not gonna make me feel judged for it. Humans get pent up too easily, and if you sit on that too long, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, nothing good is gonna come of it. Like, you have to acknowledge and work with your sexuality. That being said, I understand that a global pandemic is probably not the best time to get your swang on. But I can't control you. You know, just exercise caution and, uh, for God's sake, wash your hands. <laughs> um, I haven't been in a relationship in four years. Uh, being part of a pairing doesn't work for me, not romantically anyway. I'm interested in how relationships have strengthened and or degraded over the course of this quarantine, though. People who moved in together just prior to lockdown, how's that working out for you? Like if you're dating someone but didn't move in with them, how does that work? Do you just go over to each other's houses? I live in Rhode Island. Uh, people already pretty much just went over to each other's houses anyway because there were only three things to do. Um, but I'll never go on a Zoom date. Like, no, it's not my thing. I like being personable and uh, I get disrespectfully bored on calls quick. I do not like being on video conferences. I don't like looking at everybody's faces, waiting for everybody's like lag and fucking you know, microphones to pick up. And It's already hard enough having a conversation with real people because most real people don't know how to talk. Uh, they don't know how to like respect each other and let, let each other speak and talk and finish thoughts and stuff. That being said, I did reach out to Jocelyn and Clarissa of Good Girls Go to Heaven podcast because I've been listening to them for quite some time. I wanted to know what they think about this, uh, you know, coronavirus scenario. Like, what what is, you know, what it, basically what is the shape of love to come? So anyway, I'm gonna throw that over to them, Jocelyn and Clarissa. Take it away. Hey guys, it's Jocelyn and Clarissa from Good Girls Go to Heaven. 
first off, we want to take a moment to thank Juan for having us on. We're very excited. We're going to be talking about dating, and I think that's one of our favorite things to talk about. Yeah. Um, we can go on and on about this topic. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Hold on. My chest hurts a little bit. <laughs> Annie, you're just thinking about all those dating experiences. I'm like... <sighs> Obviously, right now, we are experiencing some difficult times, pandemic and all, that online dating has become the new norm. Yeah, which, which is, is crazy. And I don't know. Personally, I haven't had to deal with like online dating, but I do, we have a few friends that have done online dating during quarantine. And so I think we have their perspective I have really mixed opinions on online dating. There's people that will not give two fucks and meet up with whoever they met on Tinder. During Bumble. the quarantine when when COVID was a very big thing, I think. Yeah. Um, when people were supposed to stay indoors and not see anyone when everything was shut down. This is when people that we know were out yes. and like still hooking up with girls and on pursuit on pursuit obviously it's it was harder to date like actually go out to date someone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um for the most part like just online chatting and like facetiming um it's it's been a big thing because yeah they, they had to make it a big thing by the way, we're in the car on a random street, so sorry to hear. If you don't know, this is our studio. The car's always our studio. So. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't know. Online dating, I've never been one to actually actually online date and even people on when we weren't in a pandemic. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of that. But, you know, I know it works for some people. A lot of people are doing Zoom. Oh my God, Zoom blew up and like crazy. I feel like at the beginning of quarantine, we would have a lot of like Zoom parties. We would with just our friends and talk stuff. with our friends, and um, that's how we would connect. So I think a lot of people are doing that there. Mm -hmm. you know, and not even just freaky. Not even just that. I know that I've seen like online, like Instagram and like TikTok and stuff. People post about how they will meet someone on like Hinge or what's and then the, go on the a Tinder. Zoom date. Yeah, and then go on a, a Zoom date where like the person they both have their beverage of choice and like mm -hmm. both have some food and they'll just talk and you know get to know each other over cute. that like, guys if you're looking to you know impress a girl you haven't met with in person and she doesn't want oh that's another thing we need to talk about if she doesn't want to meet with you because of quarantine deliver her some wine deliver her some food and talk over zoom i'm telling you now girls love wine Gr most girls <laughs> love almost everyone loves food like who would not want food yeah. you know delivered to them Exactly. So, you know, some flowers even. Okay, and I know because we've talked to our, our friends and they hate when girls use the excuse, I can't meet up with you because of COVID. Oh yeah. And I personally would use that excuse. Me if too. I was online dating, I wouldn't feel comfortable meeting with a rando. Yeah, me neither. So um, I'm up the window, this window. So I know, I know a lot of guys will hate that, will hate when girls are just like, I don't want to meet with you. They think it's like a shitty excuse. Yeah. When in reality, I mean, they're probably trying to not meet up with you. Sure. But it's fine. I mean, I would probably use that excuse, but at the same time, I don't think when things were like very serious, I'm not that they're not serious, but like mm -hmm. more serious, um, 
and it was like the COVID was spreading faster, I would not have fucking gone out tonight with anyone yeah. personally. Because first off, who the fuck wants to risk getting COVID? I mean, now we're kind of risking it when we're out in public and yeah. stuff. But like person to person, like making out with someone, having sex with someone, you're like in close proximity of this mm -hmm. person for like however long you're yeah. date on your date or whatever. And like, what do you do? Do you show up to a date wearing a fucking mask? Like, yeah. hi, I'm Tiffany, nice to meet you. I mean, I'm sure some people have done that. It's just weird. Yeah, but if your plans are to just like hook up and that's it, you're obviously gonna be fucking taking that mask off. And I just would not risk it. I know people that have and that were more than fine with it. And obviously the other party was more than fine with it as well. I mean, as long as those two people are, you know, on the same page about it, then yeah, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like you're putting all those other people that you are now interacting with outside of that person at risk. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, I guess you just got to... <laughs> Make your bed and lay in it. <laughs> but I think that um, I think that COVID has made online dating so I don't know. Like I feel like moving forward, it's gonna be a thing now. Yeah, more of a thing. I mean, more of a it thing. Still it still was, but there. I feel like there are more dating apps, and it's more. It was more of a like hooking up. I feel yeah. like before you would meet people and you talk to them for like an hour, and then you'd be like, let's meet up. Mm -hmm. Where like now, I feel like. At least all the people we know are actually talking to people. I know, online. which is kind of crazy. We've actually fallen in love. They have. I feel like you. I mean, have gotten to know the people more because they're not. It's not initial. Just like hook up yes. and quit. We're like, actually getting to know the person. Yes. So speaking of that, I feel like quarantine. Did it strengthen your relationship or did it completely just like tarnish it? Because I feel like for me, I feel like quarantine got me into a relationship yeah what about you so for me i think um i was able to see my significant other more and we got to spend more quality time with each other since we weren't really out and about mm -hmm. we're kind of it allowed me to see because it's a pretty new relationship within like yeah been almost a year but um we've been in quarantine for a few months so we kind of really got to know each other like yeah it's the same thing on you a just... close level and you know, it made me realize I don't want to kill him. And it's okay <laughs> that um, we don't always agree on the same thing. Yeah. We were able to work things out more. I feel like it's the same for me, but for the couples that live together, I'm sorry, I'm praying oh, for you. It, I'm sure it was hard. I know, especially if you were like, yeah, living together is a lot different. And if you're newly living, like moved in together. Oh no, I can't imagine that. Imagine moving in with someone like it's and the then, first week and then quarantine it. Oh god. But maybe actually maybe you're still in the honeymoon phase at that point and like spending 24 hours a day with your significant other is just like oh my god this is the best thing ever. Okay as much as you love your significant <laughs> other you guys are gonna like butt heads at some point you're gonna want to kill them. It's like I love you but not that much. Like because although like I did spend a lot more time with my boyfriend I loved my time alone as well like I would go and do my thing still and it was great, but I <laughs> had to take a break from him. And a lot of people were unemployed also and working from home, so you were seeing each other way more often. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I didn't see him, like, he wasn't working from home, so <laughs> I wasn't seeing him. Not that I wouldn't want him to, but. Truth comes out. I know, but for the people that are moving on, moving from forward from this, and aren't in relationships and are still online dating, I think when 
you're able to talk to someone for more time and not hook up with them right away, you know, actually get to know them, mm -hmm. it will make you realize like, oh, do I want to be this with this person? And it makes you want to still see them, you know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, it gives you more of a chance. That make, does that's, that make sense? No, that's true. I think that... I talk with my hands a lot, so I'm like... <laughs> Me too. Okay, this is like totally unrelated, but I feel like I talk with my hands so much that sometimes when I'm having a conversation with someone, I'll just like notice them like look at my hands. Oh, me too. And then I get so self-conscious about it, and then I'm like, I try to put my hands away, but then I'm like, wait, no, wait, but I need them. Um, Yeah, so I think overall, my relationship has strengthened in like different aspects. Cause there are still some points where I'm just like, oh, the things that oh. I didn't, no, the things that I didn't, not, not necessarily not like, but didn't agree on with my significant other, we were able to spend time and like actually talk through them and like yeah. figure them out and really get to know each other. Yeah. So in that aspect, I was able to strengthen my relationship a little bit. I'm fucking flying here. Are you kidding? She's, get off me! She smells. <laughs> no, I just showered. I like how this turned about like talking about our relationships. <laughs> well, it, when does it not though? Well, these questions like dating, like yeah, it's it would be different yeah. if we weren't in relationships yeah. right now. But we are, so clearly that's all we've been doing. <laughs> what can I say? No, but it's got it's made me more comfortable and made me speak up more about like how I feel because mm -hmm. before like at the beginning I was it was so hard for me to talk about things with him yeah and now I'm just like by the way like this bothers me by can we way, like work on this like you're pissing me off yeah literally I'm like um you're kind of annoying me but then when he tells me that I'm like shut down and I'm like did you just say I was annoying this happened yesterday <laughs> he's like you're kind of annoying me he's like not gonna lie you're kind of annoying me right now but it's because I was trying to annoy him and so then we're... I took it personal. Yeah. And I, was like, I was so far. I was like, ah. and I was like, okay, bye. And I like walked to his room and he was like, are you mad right now? Like, how are you going to turn this on me? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not mad. mad. He's like, okay, you're that, lying. Honestly, that's a talent. Be able, being able to turn it back mm -hmm. on them. That's manipulative. <laughs> that ain't a talent, oh, girl. <laughs> that's manipulative. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> talk about is now that things are going to be back to normal people mm -hmm. are going to start going out to bars and clubs I feel that dating in person is going to be slightly different it's going to be completely different I think at least for me if I was to go back out onto the I thought you meant now <laughs> no um if I was to go back out into the dating scene I don't know how comfortable I would feel like you know, meeting someone at a bar and like going and like back with them, hooking up. Yeah, I don't think I'd do it. Or like even just like going out on a date. Like, do you kiss on the first date? Are they sick? Okay, you so know, for, yeah, I get that. And so for me, I actually went out the other day, and I was just at our local bar and at the joint, and I, you know, just had like I think two drinks there. But seeing other girls that were actually out getting fucked up, like blacked out, looked fucked up. Yeah. Drunk. I was like, I could not do that now because I know that I just can't control myself when I'm that drunk. Also, so, you're in a relationship. No, no. But <laughs> oh, like, if just you were, imagine yeah. myself, like if oh. I was single like that, I know that I would probably go and try talking to guys and oh, stuff. Yeah. And like, 100%. if I kiss them, yeah, like I kiss them, but like, that's I, what we do. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
or we did when we were I mean, single. yes, we did. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would not trust myself if I was single and getting that blacked out because realistically, Sam and Kat, yeah, and then you, your guard gets, you let your guard down when you're drinking that much, and then you're down to do whatever. Yeah, I'm sure Corona's the last thing on your mind. Yeah. Here. Especially if you find a really hot guy that you're like so head over ah. heels with, like first ah. look, you know? Yeah. Oh God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I can- Remember those days. I could not imagine myself being single during this time because I know that I would probably- Want to do be, some stupid shit? Yeah, and I'd be like, you know what? Whatever, I'm not gonna get her. And I end up getting it. so glad that we've never been the like, Tinder, Bumble, like oh, yeah. girls. Like meeting up with people. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing, because I know a lot of people that do it. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it would be a bad thing if we were. I know. <laughs> like us two personally, me, yes, I know. Us two personally. Yeah, but I feel like. For the most part, I think right now it's definitely gonna be weird online dating moving forward for like a while because. I lost my train of thought. You were just gonna say, you were saying that online dating is just gonna be weird. It's gonna be different. It's just gonna um, be different. For a while. Because even if you're down for someone that you see at a bar, doesn't mean that they're gonna be down and yeah. want the same thing and want to like kiss you there out in public or hook up with you. And this turns into a talk about consent. Just because you're down doesn't, doesn't mean they're going to be. <laughs> but really. Uh, so yeah, I think those are our thoughts on the... The core's going on. <laughs> That's how you drive. I know that is how I drive. Poor people. That's literally how you drive the day roads, bitch. Anyways, um, we just apologize that we're all kind of all over the place and rambling about things. Yeah. Clearly, things. That's us, though. We're very unsure of how we feel about everything going on right like, now. Yeah. I just saw Bunny. But anyways, yeah, thanks so much for so much for having us having us on here. For listening to um, our pointless rambles. Um, we really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun and hopefully you're up to having us again. Okay, bye! bye. Thanks for that very much, Jocelyn and Clarissa. Again, the name of their podcast is Good Girls Go to Heaven. You can find them on Twitter at goodgirlsgoto.h underscore. You can find them on Instagram at goodgirls.podcast. Uh, yeah, I just, I really like them a lot. <coughs> Go check them out. They've been big supporters since the beginning of all this uh, shenanigans and buffoonery. So, uh, again, thank you very much. And let's go ahead into uh, music. So, lately, I've been listening to... Uh, some stuff that I want to take the opportunity to talk about. Now, I've probably talked about it before on uh, this this podcast, but what I do Monday through Friday is I try to listen to new music. I try to listen to music I haven't really heard of before. New albums, um, you know, albums I, I might have missed in the past at some point, albums I haven't heard by certain artists. I've been doing that this whole year. In that venture... I found a lot of new stuff. I've discovered a lot of new stuff, but I've also forgotten a lot of new stuff. That being said, recently, I have been listening to the new Run the Jewels album. Um, I've only been listening to them for around like, not even a year, probably like nine months or something. But uh, yeah, off that new song, I, off that new album, I do like the song Ooh La La, featuring Greg Nice and DJ Premier. I bring that up because 
I want to say, as a 90s kid, as somebody who grew up in the 2000s, I am so sorry we let Limp Bizkit get popular. Um, Wes Borland is a great guitarist, and John Otto is a great drummer, but fuck Fred Durst and his stupid unwashed hat. And um, I also like the song Just, featuring Pharrell Williams and Zach Della Rocha. Uh, Look at all these slave masters bullshit on your dollar! I just... Whew, I'm, I'm a sucker for that shit. But yeah, I'm gonna listen to that album some more because I've only listened to like the first four or five songs on it. And there's this new uh, jazz album out by an artist named Connie Han. And the name of the album is Iron Starlet. Now, I, I really actually like this album. It reminds me of kind of like old school jazz. Um, the song Mr. Dominator has a really nice uh, driving, has a really nice driving rhythm. And uh, I like the drum solo break that happens about two-thirds of the way through the track. You know, like when, when, when like the instrument's like, bum, bum, and the drum goes, bum, Yeah, I just, I'm a sucker for simple stuff like that. Uh, the song Boy Toy is a more upbeat song that makes me want to get up and shimmy my hips and snap my fingers. Overall, this album reminds me of the greats of jazz like Ornette Coleman, Charles Mingus, and Miles Davis. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Chloe and Halle, who I uh, just kind of, again, got into recently, just released a new album, Ungodly Hour. Um, now, I'm not... This, 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 like... I, I don't remember any real moments from this album. I'm looking at my notes right now, and to be honest, even, even though I wrote some notes about some songs, I already forgot. I forgot in the album. Like, I don't even remember the notes I made. The song Baby Girl has angelic vocals over a chill, stanky beat that makes me want to bop my head. Um, the song Forgive Me, I would probably like more if Kiana Lede sang it. It has a nice beat. I like the atmosphere and the drama, but the song does feel like it goes on for a bit too long. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what it is about this new Chloe and Halle album that I'm not liking. Like, it's not bad, but for some reason I'm just not, not crazy on it like everybody is. Um, and on the one hand, I don't want to have that opinion because I want oh, I want to be one of the cool people. I want people to agree with me. But on the other hand, it's just it doesn't it's not for me. It doesn't it doesn't really drive me crazy. I want to listen to it a couple more times to see if I can, like, get myself to like it. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The Blue LaCroix. I like this. And uh, Nora Jones just put out a new album called Pick Me Up Off The Floor. <clears throat> I really, really like this album. I like the kind of country pop rock thing uh, that she does. Um, song It Hurts To Be Alone contrasts its perky instrumentation with some sad lyrics about loneliness that lends a melancholic quality to the song. The sparkly piano is contrasted with some haunting sounding background vocals. I actually really like that. Um, however, I did kind of accidentally dive into Saint, the song Say No More. Um, I have a lot to say about this song because uh, as I listened to it and as I read the lyrics, um, I don't know, I don't know. I, couldn't, I, I went into a rabbit hole with it. I kind of went into like a mental rabbit hole, but basically let me, let, me, let me go ahead and say what I have to say about it. It's a pretty tight song with a funky beat. Uh, 
In the lyrics, Nora seems to be addressing her partner and questioning whether or not she should leave them. But in the choruses, she makes it clear that she's kind of talking to herself. Um, she talks about being honest and bearing her soul in the lyrics if the other person wants, but then tells them not to say anything because she knows they're lying. At the beginning of the song, she's conflicted on whether or not she should hold on, but by the end, she's resigned to letting them go, saying she'll pretend she put up a fight in the past tense. She does make mention of voices telling her to run, but they could be metaphorical voices such as niggling doubts and not necessarily references to schizophrenia. But this song does have a chill, laid-back vibe that might be like a veneer to cover up how dark the situation actually is. I don't want to, even though I just did, go armchair psychologist on that shit, but I, I couldn't help but like accidentally think about that stuff as I was listening to the song. So, yeah. That being said, that's the end of the music segment. That's the end of today's episode.